February 28th, 2023. Let's continue in Masechet Berachot. We're on Daf Yod Gimala Aleph. We're beginning the second Perek, right here in the middle of the Amud. Second Perek will continue to detail and talk about the Halachot of Kiryat Shema. First Mishnah here begins with these words, Hayak Kore Batorah, for persons reading from Masechet Torah. The significance of such is that um, their intention, for all intents and purposes, at least at this point in reading the Mishnah, we're supposed to understand it as such, is to read from the Torah. It's uh, Shabbat, it's a weekday, and they're reading from the Torah. And their intention is not per se at this point to do anything other than be reading the Torah or learning the Torah. And as they're doing so, as Rashi points out, they're reading from Parashat Kiryat Shema. They're in Parashat Vayetchanan, they're reading Parashat Kiryat Shema. Of course, not Vayomer, which is at the end of Parashat Hukat, but that's where they are. Vihigia Zeman HaMikra. And the time of Kiryat Shema, morning or evening, arrives. Now, in such a circumstance, you can perhaps uh, transform your act of just reading and learning Torah into one of mitzvah Kiryat Shema. Im kiven libo, says the Mishnah, if you had intention for Kiryat Shema, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Kiryat Shema, yasa, you fulfilled the mitzvah of Kiryat Shema. Would this be the same as if you're doing Shnayim Mikrave Hatargum? You get up to the Parasha of Shema and you say, Oh, you know what? It's night time. I'm doing it. Let me just also have it in mind to fulfill my Kiryat Shema. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no difference in this context. Okay, the truth is the next part of the Mishnah is probably best for us to hold off on and read it in association with the uh, Gemara when we get up to it. At this point, let's start the Gemara. We're skipping the second half of the Mishnah. And we'll come back to it when we get up to it in the Gemara because it's a long description of how and when to respond. Can you stop the order in Kiryat Shema? The Gemara alternatively will just comment on those first few words and then have a longer conversation about it. So let's take a look at the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Shema Mina. We can derive from those first words, that first two lines of our Mishnah, the following principle Mitzvot, Serichot, Kavana. Mitzvot necessitate, in order to fulfill the mitzvah, intentionality. Now first and foremost, what sort of intentionality? Intention that we're referring to is the mitzvah, just that you're, the kavanah, that you're fulfilling the mitzvah. You don't need to understand its philosophical underpinnings. You don't even, although there'll be a discussion about what portions you might need that for, understand the words you're saying. You just need, need to, to know, you're doing know the and realize you're performing the mitzvah of Kiryat Shema. Not why, not what it means, just I'm doing Correct. Shema. And by extension, all other mitzvot. In other words, the Gemara's deduction is from our Mishnah. Why does the Mishnah say, im kiven libo? What if you weren't kiven libo? Clearly, says the Gemara, mitzvot tzirichot kavana. Is that something novel? Explains Rashi on the right-hand side. Shema mina mitzvot tzirichot kavana, sheyehem mitkaven Leshem mitzvot, okay, so that much we established. V'tikshen, and this in turn will be a question. Rabba's uh, foundation in Masechet Roshana is that mitzvot and Sirichot Kavana, even if I'm sounding the shofar for, to make nice sounds and it comes out as mitzvot shofar, I can fulfill the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, mitzvot, serichot, kavana, we're deriving from our Mishnah. 
Although the Gemara will quickly suggest that that's not a necessary reading of our Mishnah, we might interpret our Mishnah otherwise. La halacha, this is nifsak. Shochanaruch in Siman Samech is posek, misvot serichot kavana. There is a debate amongst the poskim about how far-reaching this principle is. Does this apply specifically to mitzvot min ha-Torah, like Kiryat Shema, or would it be relevant to mitzvot midrabanan as well? There's a discussion in poskim, radvaz, and others with regards to that point. But primarily and fundamentally for our purposes, says the Gemara, says the Halakha, mitzvot serichot kavana, a person before performing the mitzvah, needs to have knowledge and realization that they are doing that mitzvah, continues the Gemara. Mai imkiven libo, the Gemara suggests that we can deflect such a proof of mitzvot sirichot kavana by suggesting instead that the kiven libo is not for fulfillment of the mitzvah, but rather likrot. You just had intention to read. In other words, it's not per se a Mishnah which teaches me a law about intentionality. It's a Mishnah which teaches me the only way to fulfill the mitzvah of Kiryat Shema is if you have intention to read it. Not to fulfill a mitzvah. Says the Gemara, that sounds very difficult. How do you understand any other way? Likrot asks the Gemara incredulously, V'hakakare, you're reading. Again, the circumstances, to read? You're reading already. The circumstance instead is that the person, let's start with Rashi, Rashi's interpretation, you're proofreading a Sefer Torah or a book, you're proofreading it, Im yesh botaut to determine whether there's a mistake in it. Da afilu likriya namelo mechaven. In such a circumstance, during your proofreading, you don't even have intentionality to read per se. If you are reading, it's only for the by means of proofreading. Tosafot on the left hand side questions this. Bekore lahagia says Tosafot, a third one from the top. Piresh bakuntres sheen mitkaven likrot. Tema kate hakakare. Says Tosafot, how did that explain the Gemara's question? The question was, you're reading. Now the answer is, you're reading for proofreading. But if you're reading, then you're reading. You didn't uh, really advance us any forward, and any direction forward. The truth is, some do resolve for Rashi, that perhaps Rashi is along the lines of what the Gemara Masechet Roshana has as an even lower level with regards to action. For example, the Gemara has over there, your Tokea Lashir. My intention is not for Shofar, but rather to make a sound, but I have Kavanah to be Tokea, to make the sound from the Shofar. What about if I'm just blowing with my, with my mouth? And I brought a shofar, I'm just working on my breathing. And as I bring the shofar close to me, in blow, working on my blowing, I make sound. That's an even lower, I didn't even have kavanat tikiah or kavanat shir. Perhaps that's the situation over here. The words are not purposeful words. The words are kind of, I'm just reading as it goes. I had no intentionality. Something along those lines. Instead, however, Tosafot, instead of accepting that approach, Instead, 
ואם כיוון ליבו, לאו דווקא, אלא כלומר, לקרות כדין, כנקודתן וכהלכתן. says תוספות, what the circumstance is, is that the person is proofreading. So they're purposefully reading, quote, wrong. The Torah, of course, is written with haserot and yeterot. Sometimes a word which is in plural, letotafot, which is totefet in plural, tutotefet, is written without a vav. It's written as if it says letotefet. Mezuzot is two mezuzot, but it's written without a vav. It looks like mezuzat. So as you're proofreading, because you're aware that a kosher sefer Torah has it written as if it says mezuzat and totefet, you're reading it like that. So as our Mishnah, im kiven libo likrot, if you change the way you're um, articulating the words, instead of saying letotefet, you alter it to letotafot, then you fulfilled the mitzvah. But again, that then means that our final line in the Gemara is you don't have a proof whether mitzvot sirichot kavana or not from our Mishnah. Okay, that's what we arrived at with regards to this matter in well, our Gemara. I would Gemara. say if you have actual kavana to read, even though you're not having kavana to read, kariyat shaman, fulfill the obligation, you're good. Meaning the Shnai Mikra Vecha Targum situation, all would agree is fine. You get the mitzvah for reading. If you had kavana for kariyat shaman? You had Kavanah to read. Well, that's the, the punchline of the Gemara is you can't prove that our Mishnah is talking about anything other than that. The initial thought of the Gemara is you need more than that. You need intentionality to fulfill the mitzvah. The Gemara says, no, maybe the Mishnah is talking about nothing more than your case. I'm just making sure. I'm telling you, since that last answer, you understand yourself, we had to inject it. Mishnah doesn't say, if you're Kore Lahagia, is not the greatest deflection. Based on general, several other proofs, Shohan Aruch, Nifsak Lahalacha, that you need to be Mechaven in all mitzvot, mitzvot Tzirichot Kabbalah, so your circumstance would not fulfill it, Lahalacha. Tosafot, the first Tosafot, Hayakoreim Kiven Libo, Yasa quote from Talmud Yerushalmi something interesting with regards to the general case in here in our Mishnah. If you recall, the case in the Mishnah, as we're discussing, is you're reading from a Sefer Torah. Now, you're reading from a Sefer Torah, and the time for Kiryat Shema arrives. It sounds like you're just in the middle of learning. What about your Birkot Kiryat Shema? What about the two berachot beforehand, two berachot afterwards? How do you fulfill mitzvah kiryat shema? Talmud Yerushalmi derives from our Mishnah that berachot enan me'akevot, which means to say you can fulfill the mitzvah kiryat shema even without the berachot kiryat shema. Tosafot questions that from the Gemara that we had earlier on Daf Yod Bet, where the Gemara tried to deduce that, but ultimately speaking from what the Kohanim used to do in the Mikdash, ultimately speaking said maybe it just has to do with the order of the Berachot. And Tosafot says, Perhaps over there specifically by Sibur with the congregation, the Berachot would be Me'akev, but not by a Yahid. But that's an important principle which is derived from our Mishnah as well, that the Birkot Kiryat Shema are not per se going to be Me'akev. They won't um, uh, hold up the fulfillment of the Mitzvah of Kiryat Shema. Says the Gemara Tanu Rabbanan, a Beraita cited, Kiryat Shema Kichdava, Divrei Rabbi. Hachamim Omrim Bechol Statement of Rabbi, Rabbi Yudah Nasi, is Kiryat Shema must be read in Hebrew. Fulfillment of this Mitzvah is reading it as it's written in the Sefer Torah. Chachamim disagree. 
They say as long as, and we might have to discuss this earlier, uh, sooner than later, but their statement is Bechol Lashon. We see already from the marking that that's how it's Nifsak Lahalacha. I should already mention and make clear Bechol Lashon means with a literal or as literal you can translation of the words. Which means to say, if it's a commentary, that won't fulfill a mitzvah. And that's far from simple. Because, for example, we talk about Esev in Kiryat Shema, and the Torah in Sheshet Bereshit talks about Esev and Deshe. And the difference between the two is hard and difficult to discern. So when you're translating that word in Kiryat Shema, let's say you're reading it in English, you have to have a proper translation, which is never simple. So that being the case, although Bechol Lashon is stated by the Chachamim, it's far from simple with regards to how to actually fulfill that. Now the Gemara will spend a few lines trying to understand these two opinions. We'll be able to, through understanding them, derive and discuss several other halakot. My ta'ama derbi. What's the reasoning of Rabbi who maintains that Kiryat Shema needs to be read in Hebrew? Amar Kera, he cites from Pasuk in the, the, the Ahavta paragraph of Kiryat Shema, Vehayu, Vehayu hadevarim ha'ele asher anochim etzavecha yom alevavecha. That word Vehayu denotes for Rabbi b'habayatan yehu. They need to be as they are. Vehayu, and they shall be. They should be as they are, which means to say, no changing it. No shifting, no different language. I don't, I don't even understand why we would need a proof to say why do we need to do it in the way where it was instructed because it's just... That's a fascinating point. So in other words, I think what you're asking... Read the Torah, or can we read it in Spanish? Right. No, you so have I to th- read the Torah in Hebrew. I think what you're asking is, is to a certain extent what we're going to address in a few lines in the Gemara, and that is, does Rabbi imply that, and we'll have to define what these words mean as well, that the general reading of Torah doesn't need to be in Hebrew? The fact that you went out of your way over here to tell me vehayu means in general, I think that's what you're implying. The question is, what's the general? Is it reading from a Sefer Torah? Is it Talmud Torah? Is it something else? But yes, that is a very, that, that will be what the Gemara picks up on right away. And on the flip side, Hachamim, who are going to derive it from a Pasuk as well, we're going to ask them, does that mean, does that imply that whatever general reading of Torah is doesn't need to be in Hebrew? And excuse me, uh, does need to be in Hebrew, and over here it's different. So let's see, let's see that develop. On the flip side, the Hachamim who maintain that Kriyat Shema is Bechol Lashon. What's their reasoning? What pasuk? What source can they point to? Amar Kera Shema. The pasuk talks not only about reading Kriyat Shema, but about hearing and listening. And the hearing and listening is understood by the hachamim to mean in any language that you hear, listen, and understand. Well, that being the case, we have a mahlokit clear-cut between hachamim and rabbi. Says the Gemara, let's challenge each one of the opinions with regards to the other pasuk. So says the Gemara, Rabbi, how do you interpret that word shema? After all, the hachamim's reading of it is very clear. Shema is bechol Says the Gemara, according to Rabbi, he'll interpret that word Shema along the lines of what we'll see as the opinion of Rabbi Yoseh and Tudapim from now, and that is that you need to hear that which you're reading in Kriyachma. So Shema is the actual physical hearing as opposed to the uh, general uh, or, or uh, less literal metaphorical 
listen and understand. It means to actually hear, says the Gemara. The Rabbanan and the Hachamim, how do they defend that? After all, on the one hand, they're reading Shema as any language you understand. On the other hand, don't they need a Pasuk to tell you that you need to hear the words that you're saying in Kiryat Shema? They won't find the Pasuk in Kiryat Shema that teaches me that I need to hear the Kiryat Shema because their opinion is you don't need to hear it. You can whisper it to yourself in a way that you don't even hear it. Questions the Gemara. Rabbi had a Pasuk needs to be in Hebrew. Hachamim, how do you defend? How do you explain that Pasuk? Answers the Gemara, according to the Hachamim Vehayu, is not per se with regards to the words in their original language, it's rather to the order of the words. Rashi suggests it means the actual Pasuk. You can't read Pesukim backwards. He says, for example, don't read Ubisharecha Betecha Mezuzot. Harambam alternatively says, don't read full Pesukim backwards. Don't read Uchtavtam Zopetecha Bisharecha, and then Ukshatam Lot Aliadech Vilototafot Benecha. Irrespective of the details with regards to this, you can't read Lemafreya, neither the words nor the Pesukim, whatever the Hava Amina is. And that's what Hachamim do and interpret that word Vehayu. How does Rabbi understand? Where does he derive Verbi Shalaikra Lemafreya? Literally, the word lemafreya means retroactively. How does he know that a retroactive reading uh, does not fulfill your mitzvah? Minale, nafkale, midevarim, hadevarim. He learns it from that extra he. The pasuk doesn't just say vayu devarim elle. It says vayu ha devarim. These words. These words makes clear to Rabbi that extra he. These words need to be read in their proper order. These words exactly as they are. The Rabbanan and the Hachamim. What do they derive from devarim ha devarim? Answers the Gemara. They don't make such a derasha. They think regular syntax, normal reading and writing of the Torah would say vayu ha devarim ha elle. Such that. The he is not miyutar, it's not extra to make a derasha from verabanan, devarim ha devarim la darshe. Period. Okay. Now says the Gemara, now that we dealt with the technicalities, we understand the conclusions, la halacha, the derashot, and so forth. The memra, this is a point you were speaking to, this all seems to imply the savar bi, that Rabbi's opinion, who maintains that I need a pasuk, vehayu, to teach me that kiriyachma needs to be in Hebrew, de kola Torah kula bechola shonemra. He seems to imply to me that the whole Torah can be read or said in any language. We'll have to figure out again what those words mean, but that's where you were moving toward. Because after all, if it all needs to be in Hebrew, why is it that the Torah would instruct me? I already know it needs to be in Hebrew. Everything needs to be in Hebrew. Says the Gemara, no, you can't derive that per se because it's derich. It nonetheless would be necessary to have vehayu even if in general you're reading in Hebrew. Mishum Shema. Because after all, the Pasuk says Shema. You mind, says Rabbi, wrongfully interpret the word Shema like the Hachamim to mean that it can be in any language. Instead, the Torah fixes that immediately afterwards by telling you, Vehayu, no, this also needs to be in Hebrew. We're going to do the same thing in the opposite direction with regards to the Hachamim. Again, what's lingering is what's this Kol HaTorah? What are we referring to when we talk about Kola Torah? We're going to talk about that in just a moment. On the flip side, does this imply that the Hachamim, generally speaking, maintain that the Torah needs to be, quote, in Hebrew? Because if it has to be, in general, 
in, um, in, in, if it could be in general in any language, then why do you need a pasuk by Kiryat Shema to tell me Shema that it can be in any language? Of course it can be in any language. It always can be in any language. Answers the Gemara, it's tarikh. It was nonetheless necessary, as we mentioned earlier, Mishum Dikhtiv Vehayu. You perhaps would have been mistaken with that word Vehayu to interpret it like Rabbi. Okay, when all the dust settles, we have a clear-cut mahluk between Rabbi and Hachamim. The only question is, when we refer to, or one of the only questions, when we refer to this Torah, Bechol Lashon what are we particularly and specifically referring to? Tosafot on the left-hand side, Belashon HaKodesh Neimra, mentioned initially Rashi in his commentary to Masech Megillah. Piresh Rashi, Perek Sheni de Megillah, Likrot Torah. Tosafot quotes from Rashi, that when we refer to Rabbi, generally speaking, could the Torah be written, read in Hebrew or in any language? And Hachamim, we're referring to what's in general reading from the Sefer Torah. Now that's a fascinating thing. Because Tosafot immediately questions this and it says, Velo nihira. That doesn't seem clear and, 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 uh, and, and straightforward. The Mishnah, the Gemara as well, Masechet Bava Kaman Daf Pebet, says that Ezra HaSofer was the one who was mitaken this Kiryata Torah as we have it today. So are you to tell me that there was a mitzvah, the Torah in general needed to be read in this fashion and Vehayu is telling me differently? One second, the Torah didn't need to be read. There was no mitzvah of Kiryata Torah according to the Torah. That was a takana of Ezra HaSofer. That's the question of Tosafot. Interestingly, Ritva in Masech Megillah does defend Rashi that Kiryat Torah and Shabbat, this is very important, is a mitzvah from the Torah. It's a well-known shita of Ritva in defending Rashi. Now, of course, we know if we're paying attention and we're sensitive both to this week's parasha, Kiryah, as well as in general, that the direction Tosafot now will be bringing us in. Again, they're searching for a Kiryah Batorah, which is Minha Torah. What could they be suggesting? They quoted Rashi, it means any Kriyata Torah. Instead, Tosafot's going to say, no, generally speaking, Kriyata Torah is not Minha Torah. So what are we referring to? V'yesh Lomar Demayere, we're instead referring to in the Gemara, Beparashiyot HaMehuyavin Likrot Deoraita, this is the Tosafot, the source that is quoted with regards to the Kiryabat Torah of Parashat Zachor being Minha Torah. Again, generally speaking, we know the Torah tells us Zachor Amalek. We know furthermore that we fulfill it in the way of reading from those Pesukim from the Torah of Zachor Amalek. However, the question is, could it be refer- could we fulfill it otherwise? Is that just the way we do it rabbinically speaking? Can I talk to you and read to you not from the Sefer Torah about Amalek and fulfill that mitzvah? The suggestion, suggestion of Tosafot is Kiryat Zachor from the Torah is the fulfillment Min HaTorah Parashat Amalek. Interestingly, there are different versions with regards to these words in Tosafot. Um, Tosafot Arosh, for example, has not only Parashat Zachor mentioned here, but Parashat Para as well. And in turn, Shohan Aruch and Siman Tafresh Pehed, Parashat Para, of course, I refer to the beginning of Parashat Hukat, which is read later as one of the Arba Parashiot. So Siman Tafresh Pehed, Shohan Aruch is talking about Seder Arba Parashiot. 
So in addition to HaChodesh, in addition to Shekalim, which precedes, of course, and Zachor, there's this para, Parasha Para. says Shohan Aruch in Sa'if Zayn, Yesh Omrim. What's the citation? Tosafot, Masechim Berachot, Afyot Gimal Amud Aleph. Sheparashat Zachor, Parashat Para Aduma, Hayavim LeKoram Middeoraita. Lefichach, for that reason, since they're both obligatory from the Torah, Shohanaruch brings it a step further than we see in this Tosafot. There is grounding in Rosh, but a step further is, therefore, if there are Bnei Yishuvim, people who live in the villages surrounding the city, and they don't have a Minyan, forget about reading from the Torah, you need to read it from the Torah, Shohanaruch is telling us, from the Torah, with a Minyan. It's absolutely necessary, says Shulchan Aruch, since there are mitzvah minha Torah. As a result, it's necessary that if you're not near a minyan, you find the minyan in order to fulfill this mitzvah. Uh, Mishnah Berura already points out, as we already see it in our Tosafot, that not everyone agrees to this parashat para. There is much literature written about where these words, how these words crept into our tradition. Where do you see that reading parashat para is in any way a mitzvah from the Torah? Zachor, we can make the argument, we can understand. Zachor et amalek. But that's this Tosafot. Tosafot continues. Iname, alternatively, there are other readings that are minha Torah. Again, why are we talking about readings that are minha Torah? Because we're talking about the general reading of the Torah. Does it generally speaking need to be in Hebrew or generally speaking even in any language? Why would I have a pasuk here teaching me otherwise? Which ultimately speaking is deflected, but just from those words it was implied to us, there is a general reading. We couldn't understand what it was. Rashi, Kiryata Torah in general. Tosafot, that's not minha Torah. Tosafot, the Kiryot minha Torah. Iname, alternatively, Alternatively, Tosafot suggests um, that we're referring here to Mikra Bikurim, the beginning of Parashat Kitavo, Vidui Ma'asim, right there as well. Specific utterances that the Torah instructs farmers at particular times to have parashat halitzah, if a woman were to need to do halitzah after the death of a husband, to the brother, there are extra specific words, me'en yivami, and so forth, need to be either in Hebrew or in any other language. And nonetheless, it's potential, it's possible that this could be read in any, well, how could they be done in any language? The Torah tells you what language to read it in. Fascinatingly, Tosafot appeals to the Gemara and Shabbat and Daf Pehet that the Torah was split up, so to speak, into 70 languages at its giving. Uh, they had this full potential to it, and as a result, that is the statement here of Tosafot. There is one other, to my knowledge, notable interpretation to this Gemara. It's in Shita Mikubetzet in the name of Ra'avad. Shita Mikubetzet in the name of Ra'avad gives two interpretations. The one that I want to a highlight is that the reference here in our Gemara is to Limud Torah. Does Talmud Torah need to be in Hebrew or not? There is a claim that perhaps it should only be in Hebrew. Of course, that lends credence to any schools in America who have Ivrit. Ivrit. It's not only a way of conditioning children and, uh, and young adults into speaking Hebrew, but maybe that is the way to study Torah, the only way, so to speak, to study Torah. 
How could you make such a claim? Well, there's no simple interpretation, but what seems to be the direction of Ra'avad, at the very least, is that even in my appreciation of Torah Peh, there's an aspect of maintaining the Devar Hashem of the Torah, so to speak, in its real, original, authentic version, meaning in Lashon HaKodesh. And that in and of itself is very significant and fascinating. Of course, tapping into a concept we'll see later on Daf Kafbet, which we've once or twice already, refer to that as we study Torah we're supposed to be searching for a reenactment of Ma'amad Har Sinai we're supposed to be appealing to the experience of hearing the words of God now the deflection if that's so serious is Tosafot that maybe the Torah was heard in all 70 so to speak languages but that's a very significant opinion to be mentioned in this context as well now it continues the Gemara Tanura Banan let's just read a little bit of this Beraita at the bottom Vehayu that Pasuk Vehayu says the Beraita Shelo Yikra that teaches us that you can't have a backward retroactive way of reading from the Kiryat Shema. The Pasuk says, on your heart, is it possible that the entire segment of Kiryat Shema needs Kavana? Now at this point, ironically, we refer to a different Kavana. Until now we were talking about Mitzvot Tzirichot Kavana just to fulfill the Mitzvah. Now we're going to talk about, as the Rishonim read this, the Kavana of Perush Milim. Do you need to, as you utter those words of Kiryat Shema, understand all the words? Now, many people don't do this. They just absentmindedly go through it. Says the Beraita, says the Perhaps the entire parasha needs Kavana, or at the very least the entire first parasha of Kiryat Shema. Talmud Lomar Ha'ele. Ad kan Kavana, mikan so the diuk of the Beraita goes like this. Pasuk says, These words should be on your heart. Your heart, your mind implies you need intentionality. Does that mean you need for the whole thing? No. Read the Pasuk again. Stop over there, which means to say, at Rashi's interpretation, those first three pesukim need, you need to pay attention to what the words mean. Beyond that, Ad Khan, until now, says the, says the Beraita, Siricha Kavana, Mikan Ve'elach, and Siricha Kavana, Divre Rebili Eze, statement of Rebili Eze. Tosafot's reading of this is a bit different. Tosafot says it's Shema Ve'ahavta, until the word Ha'ele, Ve'ayuadavarim Ha'ele, Chalas. Really, maybe not even, just the first two pesukim are the words of Tosafot. Ad bechol me'odecha, until the end of the first pasuk, more specifically, I, I stand correct. Sheshne pesukim elu, those first two pesukim, Shemaen ve'ahavta, medaberim b'yichut Hashem ba'avato b'yirato. They speak about the primary and foundational experience and mitzvah of yirat Hashem, ahavat Hashem, awe and love of God. And those need full kavanah, full understanding of the words. Of course, la halacha, you might be getting a little bit nervous if you absentmindedly read Kiryat Shema. Have you ever fulfilled it? At this point, if you even haven't had Kavana for the first two Pesukim, you haven't. The first three Pesukim, at the very least, according to Rashi, you haven't. Now, that's not all that much. Can you imagine? There might be another opinion. Amar le Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva disagrees. It says, Harehu Omer, Asher anachim ezavecha hayom ha'alevavecha. Mikan atalamet shekol ha'parasha kula tzirich ha'kavana. Rabbi Akiva disagrees. He says that these words which I command you today, which incorporates and encapsulates every word of Kiryat Shema, according to Rabbi Akiva, if you don't have kavanat ha'milim, if you don't understand the words that you're reading and saying, you have 
haven't fulfilled the mitzvah. Any, all of them, beyond that first opinion of Beliazah. Amar Baba Bahana, Amar Biyohanan, Halakha, Kirbi Akiva. Says the Gemara, Ika, Dematne La Aha. A similar mahlokit, just with different names, Ika, Yesh, Dematne, who teach and learn that mahlokit, and in turn the Pesach Halakha, like the opinion who says you need to have Kavala and the whole thing, in the following context, the Tanya, the Beraita says, Akoreh, Shema Tzarich, Shechavenet Libo. Okay, so the statement is you need to have Kavana. This opinion says the whole first Perik. And then we have a dissenting opinion. Says, says the Bera, says, says, oh, excuse me. So we had two opinions over here. The first opinion the Beraita said, the whole thing. So the statement here in, in conclusion of Yohanan is, but ultimately speaking, we're talking about a large amount of Kavan. And now you might pay attention and realize that the letters which designate the En Mishpat and their mitzvah have been uh, conspicuously missing. So that much we already do understand and realize that we're not necessarily going to be posek lahalacha like any of these opinions. Before, and we'll learn it only next time or the time afterwards, we move onward in the Gemara. Let me just uh, reveal to you the Pesach halacha. If you go to the first wide line here of the Gemara, the last two words, Tanura banan, Shema Yisrael Adonai Luin Adonai Had Ad Kan Mitzvah Kavanat Alev Divrer Bimeir. You see the little Aleph next to it, that leads you to the top right hand corner where it says, Ora Hayim Shohanaruch Siman Samech Saif He. That's how we're posek lahalacha. And that, in and of itself, is a challenge for many people. And that, in and of itself, needs a limud. What sort of Kavanah do you need to have in the first Pasuk of Kiriyat Shema? Just the first pasuk. So we've negated the first three pesukim, the first two pesukim, the whole first parasha, the whole Kiryat Shema. We've at the very least settled with the first pasuk, but Adkan is necessary to have Kavana for Kiryat Shema in order that you fulfill it. Uh, that in and of itself has been our limut for today. Let's just very briefly review what we learned. The first Mishnah of the second Pedic started with what we only read today, two lines. And you want to say, We already picked up from Tosafot on this that the Berachot of Kiryat Shema are not Me'akevot. There's an interesting side point as well. Be'ur Halacha points out, if I'm not mistaken, that you can perhaps derive from this as well, that saying, Baruch Shem Kivod Machutol Le'olam is not me'akiv. After all, you're reading from the Torah, there's no, that pasuk is not in Kiryat Shema in the Torah. What happened to that pasuk? Baruch Shem, after Shema. Seems to be clear, seems to imply, there are those who disagree, that Baruch Shem is not part of the necessary mitzvah. However, the Gemara points out something else. The Gemara says perhaps we can derive from this mitzvah kavana, and that in turn, says Rashi, would be difficult on the opinion of Rabbah and Rosh Hashanah Indeed, Shohan Aruch and Siman Samech is posek mitzvah Kavana, the Gemara instead says, no, maybe we're only having Kavana, specifically Likrot be Kore Lehagiha. Exactly how to define the Kore Lehagiha. Then the Gemara continued and it described for us Mahlok between Rbi and Hachamim, the Holek, ultimately speaking on Pesukim. On the one hand, the Pasuk says Shema, Hachamim, understand Shema to mean you say it in any language that you understand. 
קריאת שמץ נאמרה בכל לשון. רבי דסקריז, והיו, והווייתן יהו, needs to be ככתבה, as it's written in the ספר תורה, as we received it, so to speak, ממשה בסיני. The Gemara challenges each of the two opinions. We derived in the midst of that a halacha of Rabbi Yosef from later on that Kiryat Shema needs to be nishma' letoch ozno, even though the Chachamim over here disagreed with that. Reading Kiryat Shema, Shema designates and teaches us that we need to be able to hear what we're reading. Alternatively, or in addition, we learned another halacha, Kiryat Shema can't be read retroactively. The Pesukim need to be in order. The Gemara then took a step back and said, wait a second, are there opinions implying how their general perspective on Torah being read should or could be? And the Gemara, ultimately speaking, said, no, it's not so. It's just two seemingly ambiguous pesukim, which each of them needs to contend with. Tosafot says, what are you talking about? What's the whole Torah, generally speaking? It implies there's a mitzvah from the Torah, to read from the Torah. Who said there's a mitzvah? It's a mitzvah to know Torah, a mitzvah to be reading from the Torah. What sort of mitzvah is that? They quote Rashi and Masechet. That the mitzvah that we're referring to is Kiryata Torah. Ritva over there says in defending Tosafot's question of Kiryata Torah only being from Ezra, maybe on Shabbat it's Minha Torah. Tosafot instead suggests we're referring to Zachor. Another version in Tosafot and elsewhere is Para as well. Shokhanaruch Tafresh Pehe, Yeshomrim, Zachor, and Para. The Yeshomrim is interesting. Is it on both? Is it just on Para? There's a discussion, debate amongst the post game. Tosafot continues and they say we're also perhaps referring referring to Mikra Bikurim, Vidui Ma'aser, Mitzvat Halitza, and so forth. Okay, then lastly, we read in the Gemara, the Beraita. The Beraita has the two Derashot, one of which we know. HaKorei Lemafreya Lo Yatza from Vehayu. But furthermore, what Kavana is necessary for Kiryat Shema? We've honed in, we paid attention to that Pasuk of Alevavecha. What's that referring to? Rabbi Akiva says, what do you mean? Vehayu Advarim Ha'elle, Sheyanachim Misavecha, Hayom, all the matters which I'm commanding you today. You need Kiryat Shema, for the whole thing. The other opinions seem to uh, narrow it. It's just two pesukim, according to Tosafot, just three. Maybe the first passage, according to the Beraita and the Gemara, Rabbi Ohanan seems to be posek either like Rabbi Akiva or that Rabbi Ahab, B'Shem Rabbi Yehuda. But ultimately speaking, as we pointed out, Lahalacha, Shohan Aruch and Siman Samech, as the Gemara cites from the Beraita later on, necessitates Kavanat Hamilim specifically and only for. Paru Pasuk Rishon, excuse me, and Siman Samech Gimal Shohan Aruch. So, uh, both Siman Samech Gimal and Siman Samech. And that in turn is the Halakha Lema'aseh, although always appropriate and beautiful to have Kavanah Tamilim in anything and everything that you say. You should always be mindful. In terms of Halakha Lema'aseh, with regards to the absolute necessary Kavanah Tamilim, knowing what the words that you're reading are and what they mean and imply, it's specifically necessary for that Pasuk Rishon. Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.